0: Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves.
1: And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuyper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Hey, Sherry. (laughs) you (laughs) go.
0: Same thing we do every day, or every time we record.
1: Talk to each other and say hi like we haven't seen each other for six hours already. Right? Yeah. Like like it's just the start of the day, even though we've been at it for almost a full day? Yes. Yeah. I see you've got your Red Bull this time.
0: I do. It's because it's later in the day. I've already done my coffee. Mm,
1: touche. Yeah. Touche. What's in the uh, shining mug over there? Uh, that was my coffee from this morning. <laughs> I didn't do my Dunkin' ritual
0: this morning. I actually brought coffee from home.
1: I did not do Dunkin' today either. I got coffee someplace else. Yeah. I know. Don't tell. Yeah, Don't be mad at me.
0: It must be, a, it must be a, a different kind of day. Although we still ate lunch right before we are recording like we always do. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I don't know if I'd call what I ate lunch. It was Doritos and Diet Coke. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that might be <laughs> like what our typical service members might try to do. I wouldn't when, recommend it. When they're being Don't unhealthy. recommend it.
1: <laughs> don't recommend it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So what have you been up to? Nothing. Nothing. No, I wish I could tell you I had some really exciting things going on. Well, last week my husband retired yeah. from the military. Yeah. So I guess that's exciting. It's kind
0: of a big deal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, after 24 years in the Marine Corps, he's getting out. So he had his retirement ceremony. His official retirement isn't until September 1, but nonetheless, he's basically on terminal leave now, and Mm. he is settling very well into not putting a uniform on and going to work every day. So
0: That's got to be fun.
1: Yeah, it is. He's looking forward to being home a lot and getting in my way and bugging me, and so I'm looking forward to it, too.
0: Yeah, that actually is a, a very good segue into the fact that we recently published a PCS resources web page to the Fort Meade website. Yes. Yeah, and so you'll see it on the main page of the website. We're going to try to make it as findable and visible as possible. We'll probably throw it up on social a few times right. so you can check it out. But we have links to EFMP for those coming and going because they might need it going to their right. next installation. Sure. We have in and out processing pa- paperwork and and resources. We have ACS on there, and not just let me let me rephrase that. It's not ACS; it's community services Right. because it's not just Army, it's Navy, it's Air Force. We're, exactly. we're trying to include as many, you know, resources as possible, so it's not Army centric. But yeah, so
1: and there's yeah. a lot of resources. Yes, and a lot of help out there.
0: Yes, and there's... so look
1: at the page, look at our website, yep. go to the garrison website, yep. and check things out. Yeah, and it, it's, it's going to grow. It's too. there. Yeah. It's there. And it's yeah. not hard to find. No. About two clicks away from everything. So Yeah, I'm going to try to make it as easy to get to as possible. <laughs> but Joe's yeah. not going to try. He is going to make it as easy as possible. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then yeah. people can Google it and find it quickly and you know get what they need, especially EFMP stuff. That's a big deal.
1: Yes, you know,
0: and so that that's actually another project we're working on where we're creating a new EFMP page that consolidates the process across the garrison because it's not just your unit, it's also Kimbro and Army Community Services yeah. or the community services for your specific branch. So there's a lot and we're trying to bring it all together in one place and put it on the website too.
1: Yes. And we understand that this stuff is not easy. Right. That it's a little complicated. And all the organizations know that, like Kimbrough mm-hmm. knows that, and the EFMP different assets know that. So just know that the information is there to get mm-hmm. you started, to get you in the right direction. And, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be
0: good for our families. It'll be
1: It'll be great for our families.
0: Yeah. I know our families, our spouses have dealt with the bulk of trying to manage this while we're going to work every day and doing what we got to do. So, yeah, this will be a great way to take some of that pressure off, relieve some of that stress, yep. answer some of those questions.
1: Absolutely. And uh, we just uh, heard a knock at our door that mm-hmm. our next guest is coming in and getting ready. So I'm excited for that. But first, Joe, so today, the day that this is airing, mm-hmm. is June 14th. So do you know what June 14th is? I do. It's a couple of things. It's a couple of things. Okay, what is it?
0: It's the Army birthday.
1: Yes. It's also Flag Day.
0: It also Flag Day. Yes. And our, we're also going to be celebrating Army Heritage Month that day.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. So June 14th, today, celebrating all things Army, the Army birthday. She's 247 years young, mm-hmm. looking good. And um, I'm really excited. Um, there's some really cool things going on at today's ceremony. Mm-hmm. So definitely check in, follow up one Check on our social media, check on our Facebook under our videos because we did live stream it and we want everybody to see it. But Major General Pepin is there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Army Field Band is hosting it. So lots of great performances from them honoring a World War Two service member, Mm -hmm. um, 101 years old. He's pretty cool, dude. And he he said when um, Brian and I and Chuck had a chance to go talk to him and Brian said, what was your favorite memory of your service in the military. He said, Getting out. And then he laughed hysterically. <laughs> Guess where he out processed from? Fort Meade. Fort Meade, baby. <laughs> so um, so please uh, check all that stuff out because it's a really cool event. And hopefully, you don't need to check it out. Hopefully, you were there. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, celebrating a great birthday for the Army. But yeah, but you know, so birthdays, celebrations, things mm-hmm. like that. It's summertime. You know, we're thinking about grills and backyard parties and fireworks, lots of fun things. But with those fun things, sometimes we fail to think about safety that comes yes. with it and the safety measures that we should take to, you know, prevent things like fires and, mm-hmm. and stuff, especially with grills and fireworks. So you got to be prepared and you yep. got to think about it. And and I know I don't want to be the one to like take away all the fun, but like, let's make sure that the parties stay fun and, yeah. and don't end poorly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's a dry time of year. So what we decided to, we wanted to do is get Chief John Trotman from Fort Meade's Fire Prevention. He's our fire prevention expert. Yes, he is. And uh, he's going to talk to us about the dangers of fire and how to be mindful so we can stay safe during the summer.
1: Absolutely. So Chief Trotman, thanks for joining us
0: today. My pleasure. So summertime, we we like to do a lot of things. and. We wanted to talk about what some of the fire dangers are that we need to look out for in our homes during the summer what would those be
2: okay so during summer everybody's getting out a lot more so a lot of the the things that we highlight during the summer are outdoor type things yeah so we're talking about grilling everybody you know one of the rites of passage of summer is being able to cook outside absolutely exactly. um, yeah and, you know so that's one of the big things having fires outside you know enjoying a, a frosty beverage on a nice night in front of a fire you know, one of the biggest celebrations in the summer is 4th of July so fireworks mm. is a big issue and then the last thing is we have a lot of you know severe weather comes through so lightning strikes not something that we can control but something we need to be aware of right as far as fire dangers go
1: so you already brought up some of the big ones so let's dive in a little bit further so time to fire up the grills mm-hmm. and I feel like that's like one of the big, problems right there so what do we need to be thinking about as we're firing up the grills for the summer
2: you're right uh, grill fires are a big problem on average there's about eighty two hundred 200 grill fires a year that, wow. or fires that excuse me not grill fires but grills that catch on fire that cause structure right. fires oh mm-hmm. right in the end it's about 75 million dollars worth of damage a year wow so yeah it is a big issue in general, some of the things you need to worry about is make sure, you know, your grill's in good condition before you use it. Right. It's been storage all year or all winter. So when you bring it out before you first laid it up, you want to check it. You want to make sure there's a clear zone around it of about three feet. A lot of times, Memorial Days when everybody does their yeah. first big grill. They have a big party. There's kids running around all over the place. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not grilling where the kids uh-huh. are running around.
1: So I feel like if you're the grill master, this is a good time. You want a grill station. Mm-hmm. And you can set up your kind of grill Absolutely, zone. yeah. <laughs> so it's good. It's a good excuse to to get one of those and build one of those for yourself at your house. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and don't put it up against the siding of your house. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. So what's the what's the safe distance from your house so, to prevent those structural fires?
2: So we want to grill ten feet away from the structure. Right. Anything closer, you're going to start melting siding. If you're using, depending on what kind of grill you have, whether it's propane or charcoal, depends on how much radiant heat it puts out. But we have had siding start to melt. We have had fires caused by grills. So you want to be 10 feet away. You also want to make sure you don't have any loose clothing on when you're grilling. Use long utensils, things like that. Before you start, uh, there's a couple differences between propane and charcoal. Before you use a propane grill, you want to check it. You want to check your hoses. You want to check those where the gas comes out to make sure spiders like Make a nest in those little Ugh. tubes so you want to make sure those are clear wow yeah when you first turn on your tank you want to get some soapy water and spray your hoses if they start bubbling that means you have a gas leak if you oh. smell propane same thing you want to turn it off right away so check those things before you turn it on when you go to turn it on, make sure you open your grill first, Turn, then you turn it on, then you light it. If you do it while it's closed, that propane, if it doesn't light right away, will build up and then you're mm. basically lighting up. A however, big, however big your grill is, you've just filled it up with propane and then wow, you introduce yeah. a spark to it. So you want to make sure the grill's open. If you're using charcoal, a lot of times people use fluid, make sure you're using charcoal fluid. Don't put any sort of other gasoline or anything <laughs> else on it to start your fire. Yeah. Once you put it on and you get the grill and the coals going, if it looks like it's starting out, don't put more lighter fluid on. We've yeah. seen people do that. Once you get it going, take that can and put it somewhere away, ten feet yeah. away. Make sure it's away from the grill. Yeah.
1: And it sounds like, you know, to like, I feel like complacency probably causes a lot of these fires, meaning you've done it this way before. It's Mm -hmm. always been fine. It was fine when you put it away last year. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, just take that half an hour to check it out. Make sure, you you know, make sure the hoses are clear. Make sure the propane tank is good to go. You know, clean out the grill. Don't leave all those critters in there. I mean, cook spiders on your burger sounds awful. So let's not do that. Like... Just take a few minutes and do it, just to ensure safety yeah. and everything. So, uh, really important to think about.
0: Yeah, and and we're going to be grilling a lot. I mean, yeah, like we all like we all pretty much. I know I did. I totally grilled on Memorial Day mm-hmm. weekend. That's it's a rite of passage for the summer.
1: And maybe avoid so. those ten foot flames. I mean, yes. I know that the grill masters really yes. think they're super cool, but make sure you're. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. always see my husband doing them. I'm like, get that grill away from the house. <laughs> And he's right. like, it's fine. So now I've got some. I've got some backup. I'm going to go out there with Get my a measuring tape, measuring tape exactly. and be like, it's not ten feet. Overhangs as well. because yeah. that's, yes. that's another issue. We yes. we
2: actually ran into that on the barracks. They were drilling on one of the balconies of the barracks oh, at the wow. front entrance, not paying any attention to that vinyl overhang yeah. they had over top to of their say, entrance, yeah. and that was almost ugly. So. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: I'm almost. Glad, I'm glad um, it, you was guys it stopped it from being yeah, ugly. I'm going <laughs> to run across it. So, we talked about Memorial Day, but the next big holiday coming up is the 4th of July, and we all know that means fireworks.
2: Absolutely.
0: So, how can people still have fun while staying safe?
2: So... Fireworks, my personal opinion would be save the fireworks for the professionals. Yeah. But everybody's going to go out and do things. On average, about 20,000 fires start annually from fireworks. Mm. A lot of hospital visits are caused by fireworks. In the state of Maryland, anything that explodes or goes more than five feet is illegal. So firecrackers, um, Roman candles, bottle rockets, things like that, they're all illegal in the state of Maryland. Unfortunately, we don't live very far from the Pennsylvania line Mm. where a lot of stuff is legal. So a lot of times people go over the state lines, get things, and bring them back.
1: I'm from Pennsylvania. Um, They have everything. Yeah, they
2: have everything, and they don't care. (laughs) Um, But on the installation, no pyrotechnics are legal. So Um, even sparklers. Even sparklers. Sparklers cause a lot of burns. They look great. They're a lot of fun, but they burn at over 1,200 degrees. Mm. Right. So it's really easy to get burned by sparklers. What we recommend is... A, the installation's having a great 4th of July, or excuse me, red, white, and blue celebration on July 1st. We recommend everybody attend that. Yep. You can bring glow sticks. You can bring party poppers, things like that, and and the kids enjoy them just as much. The safe stuff.
1: Right. Absolutely. (laughs) Right. I agree. Leave the fireworks for the professionals. I was actually telling Joe yesterday when we were were discussing all this, I have a family member who was making fireworks. Uh, It did not end well. It ended up with loss of limbs, burnt mm-hmm. down his house, the whole nine yards. So, like, mm-hmm. this stuff's dangerous. And he'd been Super making – we're from Pennsylvania, so there's <laughs> that. But, you know, if even if you have experience with these kind yeah. of things, it's still really, really dangerous. And mm-hmm. I'm going to venture to say most people probably don't have experience with these things. So, definitely leave it to the professionals and just keep these things in mind, too, if you're going off post for any celebrations as well. Yeah.
2: Well, and it goes along with what you said earlier about complacency. I've never run a fire where somebody's like, well, I've done this all my life, and I only burned the house down once before. You know, people have always said, you know, I've done this all my life, and it's never been a problem Mm -hmm. until the first time it is. And fireworks is the same thing. Right. Absolutely. Exactly.
1: And, I mean, I've even had experiences. I had somebody, I was at, This was a long time ago. Uh, Somebody had a Roman candle, again, in Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and it tipped over. So it was spinning around and shooting Mm -hmm. towards the people. And it was, you know, a backyard party and everything. And I can laugh about it now because nobody got hurt but that was pretty dangerous have, yeah. and there was there was a lot of moms grabbing small children and running and mm-hmm. a lot of people who probably weren't as smart running towards it trying to stop it yep. and i was like you should just get away from it and let it burn exactly. out you know but yeah definitely a lot of dangers and they're the coolest thing they're fi- i love fireworks i think yeah. they're fantastic but yeah they can be really really dangerous so yeah. so don't don't mess around with it
0: yeah, and our service members especially. Like, we all think we're invincible. We, we've we played with bigger, badder things. Right. But that doesn't mean fireworks can't take some fingers off, blind somebody. Yeah. You know.
1: You also have safety in place exactly. for those bigger and badder exactly. things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. definitely keep that in mind. And with the heat, too, so kind of like with fireworks and, and the things that it does and the heat – and more heat on the way, mm-hmm. it dries up the ground, it dries up the grass and the brush and everything. Do we really need to be concerned about things like that or in the summer for starting fires?
2: Absolutely. So one of the other things that everybody likes to do is have fires outdoors, in yes. their backyards. love a good fire pit. Um, love a good fire pit, absolutely. You need to be 30 feet from a structure. Mm-hmm. And again, nothing under any overhangs, trees, things like that. Yeah. We require for the installation, any fire pits have to have screens on them. Uh, they have to have a hose or fire extinguisher needs to be available, mm-hmm. and by that I don't mean still inside the house in the kitchen. Right, Your hose needs to be you know pulled out to the back. If it has been dry, we do have the authority to stop any outside fires we see. In general, we let them go during the summer because it is nice. But if yeah. it's if we're in really dry conditions or really windy conditions, we'll we'll stop them Um, because that's another thing is sparks go a long way yeah you you might not see it and then it it ends up landing in some you know dry grass or leaves and it could sit there embers can smolder for a little while and then a little bit of breeze picks up gives it that extra oxygen it needs and it's off to the races
0: yeah yeah so So, what are some other things we can do in the name of fire safety
2: so a couple things the the biggest thing during the summer is just being vigilant yeah remember that because it is hotter it is drier it is windier Fire will spread a lot quicker than it will in the winter. If you you know are having an outdoor fire, um, you'll know, call us immediately if, if there's any issues. Get us started. It's a free call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as the joke goes. We can always turn around and go home. It doesn't like, cost you anything. If yeah. there's any problems, call us, get us started. The, you know, the number on base it used to be well, it still is two one one seven. So three oh one six seven seven two one one seven. But it is also nine one. If you call nine one one from a cell phone, you will get A fire department. Depending on where you are on base, you might get Anne Arundel's, but that's fine. Just tell them that you're on Fort Meade and they'll transfer you to us right away. So always get us started. A couple other things is, like we we talked about, we're dealing with fire a lot more during the summer. So there is potential to get burned. Mm -hmm. Again, if you're around fire, don't wear loose clothes, loose tight fitting clothing. And if there is a burn, the first thing you want to do is get it under cool water. Get under running cool water for three to five minutes to stop that burning process. Mm. If you, if you see blisters or there's charring, you need to call 911 and you know, it needs to be seen by a professional. But if the skin's just red, get it under that cool water so that it can start, you know, the healing process.
1: And I think the important thing too, and I, and I like what you said, you know, just a few minutes ago is, you know, nobody's telling you not to have fun this summer. Right. Absolutely. Get those frosty beverages, get the, get the fire pits going. Just do it in a safe manner. Don't be complacent. Just take the time to do those safety measures, pull out the hose, have it nearby when you're doing your fire pits, and just be responsible about it because we want you to have fun. We want you to enjoy all the great things about summer. We don't want burns and other tragedies to erupt and disrupt any celebrations. So, Chief Trotman, thank you so much for coming out today, and hopefully uh, this will help our families uh, stay safe this summer. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotshub.net if you search Fort Meat to
1: classify.